But uh, it's, it's good to be here in Martinsburg, West Virginia. And uh, I'll tell you, no matter where you're at, people need to be saved. People need to be saved. I believe in soul winning. I'm thankful that this is a soul winning conference. Uh, I went soul winning before I knew what soul winning was. Uh, my grandfather, he retired, and, but before he retired, he would come over and he would say, would you go visiting with me? And I was just a little kid and I would go. And we'd go to houses and I knew he was talking to people about the Lord, but I had no idea what it was about. But sometimes he would have me stay in the car. And I couldn't figure out why sometimes I had to stay in the car. And so when I got older, I asked him, I said, why did you make me stay in the car? He said, because at the previous house, you didn't behave. And so I would have to stay in the car if I didn't behave. But we would go. He would take me as a little boy. I didn't know what soul winning was. But then, then when I was 15 years old, we started teenage soul winning in our church. And I, I remember going knocking on doors. And I was, I was kind of timid. I didn't, I didn't like talking to people. And, and uh, I remember the first time I walked through the door and a man fellow with me said, he said, uh, my name's so-and-so and this is Mark Biter and he wants to tell you something. And I'm like, I, I, I want to tell you goodbye is what I want to tell you. I was, I was scared. I was scared. I started, I started talking to him about the Lord, and I, I, I was stumbling all through it. And I said to him, I said, you understand what I'm saying? He says, I have no idea what you're saying. And I just hung my head down. The fellow with me went through the plan of salvation, actually led the fellow with the Lord. I walked away, and I said, I'll never be able to do it. I'll never be able to do it. Let me tell you something. Anybody can tell someone else about Jesus Christ. You see, it gets in your heart. You're not going to worry about being timid. I remember my preacher, Brother House, used to say this. He said, if you're timid, then suck your thumb when you go soul winning. You know, just, 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 just go tell people. Tonight, I want to speak to you about this. Be a sower. Be a sower. And uh, I, 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 this is not that kind you do, all right? It, but the sowing of seed is what we're talking about, all right? Just, just want to clarify it for you there, all right? But I want you, if you have your Bibles, and I'm sure you do, or in a Baptist church, you can take your Bibles with you. Go to Matthew, or Mark, Mark chapter number 4, the book of Mark chapter number 4. And uh, I'll tell you what, why don't we take a moment, I don't think we stood, stood up for a while, why don't you go ahead and stand up if you can, and we'll read the Word of God. I want to read to you Mark chapter 4, and verse number 3, and it's a parable our Savior was telling the folks there. The Bible says in verse number 1, and he began again to teach by the seaside. And there was gathered unto him a great multitude, so that he entered into a ship, and sat in the sea, and the whole multitude was by the sea on the land. And he taught them many things by parables, and said unto them in his doctrine, behold, Hearken, behold, there went out a sower to sow. And it came to pass, as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and the fowls of the air came and devoured it up. And some fell on stony ground, where it had not much earth, and immediately it sprang up, because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away, and some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no fruit. And other fell on good ground, and did yield fruit that sprang up, and increased, and brought forth some thirty, and some sixty, and some a hundred. And he said unto them, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. I'll speak to you tonight, be a sower. Let's ask God to help us. Now, Father, I thank you again for the opportunity to be here in this church with these dear people. A lot of folks, I don't even know who they are, but you know about them. Lord, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not asking that folks might know who I am, but I hope tonight, and I pray tonight, that folks know you, and they'll know how to, the importance of going and telling someone else how to be saved. Lord, I pray that every one of us will be a soul winner. Lord, I pray you use this message to encourage us. We've already been encouraged about our relationship with you. Now, Lord, we need to get going, we need to do something. 
with that relationship. And Lord, spread it so other people can hear too. So Father, I pray you bless and help us now tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. may be seated. Here's the story of the sower, and it's interesting the things that God tells us about in in this story here. And he tells us some things about the ground. I thought it was interesting. He tells about the different kinds of ground. And verse 4, he talked about some of the seed went to the wayside, and the the fowls came and ate up the seed. We also found in verse number 5, there was the stony ground. And that, that seed got there, no, it didn't spring up, and there was no depth there, and the sun came up and it withered, the Bible said. Verse number 7 said that some of that, that seed went, fell among thorns and, and choked out and didn't yield any fruit. But then in verse number 8, it tells us there that some of that seed fell on good ground, and because of that, because of that ground there, what happened? It increased and brought forth some 30 and some 60 and some 100. That is what you want to happen when you sow some seed. You want something to come from the seed that you sow. I think every one of us, when we go soul winning, we want something, somebody to be saved. I always go wanting God to save somebody. I don't know who it is. I'm just glad the Bible says whosoever. And I know that every person behind that door is a whosoever. And so I, I, I look at the story here and I understand there's different kinds of ground. And, 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 and I'll be, be honest with you there, you know what kind of ground I, I really would like to look for would be that good ground. I want to find some good ground where I could put that seed so that might, 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 might grow. But we've got to be honest about something here tonight. It's, we're not talking about, we're, we're, we're talking about there's all different kinds of ground and, and we cannot determine ourselves what kind of ground that is. Now, if you ever put a garden in your yard, you look around for the best ground. You have the opportunity. You can go and dig out there. And, and uh, in, in Pennsylvania, we, we have lots of rocks. I don't know. I see rocks sticking out up here in the yard, too. But uh, uh, that, that there, there's, there's all kinds of ground. But I look at there where the rocks are, and I look for a place where there's not so many rocks. I look for good ground. And so when I go soul winning, I really, in a way, I'm looking, this looks like the place. This looks like, those people there look like they will listen to me. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. But we're not talking about actual ground here. We're not talking about that actual ground. This is is talking about, there's that ground, talking about the ground where we sow the seed there, that that spiritual ground, if you will. And and let's be honest, not everybody's going to get saved that you talk to. Wouldn't it be great if everybody did? If all you did went over and said, hey, if you die today, you know you go to heaven. No, I don't know. Can I show you? Yes, you can. I'll tell you what, I'm always excited when someone says, yes, you can. And I'll try. I'll go around a little bit. If they say no, I'll go around a little bit and then finally get back to that again. But I, I look and I think, you know, the parable here is about some spiritual seed. It's not the vegetable seeds or the uh, seeds that we would plant in our yards. We're talking about a spiritual seed. But I noticed what the sower was doing. The sower was sowing some seed. Now, we know what that seed is. God, the wonderful thing about the Bible is it explains itself. You just look and see what it says. A lot of people say, well, I just can't understand the Bible. I'll, you mark it down. They haven't read the Bible much. And, and, and by the way, it really helps when you know the author. Amen. That makes a difference there too. But look, look what, the, look what the, uh, the seed is. Look at verse number 14. The sower soweth what? The Word. We all know what the word is, don't we? That's this Bible right here. That word is what we're supposed to sow. So we, we, the word of God is what's to be sold. Now, uh, sowed. Now, I, I hope that you'll understand me. And, and, and if you don't like what I'm saying, well, tough luck. But here we go. Anyhow, all right. 
Here's the thing. You know, I am for doing good for our people in our neighborhoods. I'm for it. If I see somebody needs some help, I'm for helping them. I mean, if something needs painting, I say go ahead and paint it. But sometimes I think we have exchanged our soul winning for doing good for a population around us. You say, well, don't you believe in doing good? I believe in doing good, but I believe that is not the same thing as sowing the seed. Sometimes people go around and they say, well, you know, I, we went and we painted the walls and we pulled the weeds and we, and, and we went down and did all these things like that. I mean, thank the Lord. I'm glad that folks are willing to help somebody else out. But understand something. What it is all about is to take the seed. We're all, every one of us, every man, every woman, every boy, every girl, are to be sowers. And we know what we're to sow. We're to sow the seed. I, I believe in being kind to people. People say, well, you know what, that's the Christian attitude. It is. Well, I wish more people would be kind today, don't you? And, uh, but I believe in being kind to people. I think we ought to be nice to folks. I think we ought to be loving people. But I, I believe we need more of that. But understand something tonight. That is not the seed. You say, preacher, you mean then, then just snub everybody? No, I didn't say that. I'm saying this. The seed is the Word of God. The seed is not a bucket of paint. I, <laughs> this is kind of way I look at it. I think, let the Methodists paint everything. Yeah. Amen? Let, let them go. Let them do the painting. Why? They have no clue about how to go to heaven. Us Baptists all that say, hey, and the people go, man, we need our fence fixed. Well, let me go down to Methodist Church, you know, the Episcopalians, and let's see. What, hey, they need, a, they need a fence to be fixed there. Have them go down, and while they're fixing the fence, you go and tell them how to be saved. Hey. Amen? Why? We're to sow, and the sowing that we're to sow, the things we're to sow is the seed, which is the Word of God. Now, don't go out here thinking, I don't believe in being nice to people. I, I, I believe in that and helping folks, but understand something. Somebody has got to tell them how to be saved. You, you know the only people that ever come to my house and, and knocked on my door about the things of God was Joe Witnesses and the Mormons. I'm 65 years old. You know what? I've had one time in my life, and it was when I was in college, did I have a soul winner come to my door and knock on my door and said, Sir, uh, I told me what church. They were from the church I, I belonged to. They didn't know me. Our church was so big. And, and, and it was a, a young lady there. She said, If you were to die today, do you know you go to heaven? I'm telling you what, that was a wonderful thing to hear. I'm glad there was something. But only one person in 65 years has come to my house and tried to tell me how to be saved. I've had Jehovah Witness, I've had the Mormons, I've had the Fuller Brush people, I've had every kind of person come by. But you know what? We need to take the seed, and the seed is the Word of God. I thank God for this old book. Amen. The other week we had Bible school again. Well, thank the Lord for Bible school. I'm thankful for it, but I'm thankful when it's over too. Amen. I love kids. I love especially when they go home. Amen. You say, but you're a grandpa, you love kids. That's what I said. I love my grandkids, but I'm glad when they go home. But, uh, uh, but you know, we had some Bible school and we had food for the kids. I never ate a corn dog all my life. Anybody, anybody, you know what I'm talking about, a corn dog? I never had one. They looked yucky. They just didn't look good to me. I thought, man, no hot dog got to have fur coat on it. That just shouldn't be that way. <laughs> And I, I, I would, and, and so they had corn dogs for the, for the kids, and I, 
And they said, come on, preacher, you got to try one. And so I, I tried it. And, you know, it's not really that bad. It's not really that bad. So we gave corn dogs and we gave all kinds of things to the kids. And we had prizes. I mean, we went through, through so much candy. I mean, those kids are going out with candy. And, and I, I laugh, you know, I'm thinking, man, these kids are going to bounce off the walls when they get home. All the sugar they're eating, you know, and, and, and give them all that candy. But you, but you know what the important thing was? You say, why did you do all that? Because we had some seed. Every one of them got a Bible story every, every night they were there. We saw kids get saved that week. You see, that's what it was all about. Now, I want us to look a little bit here tonight at the parable of the sower. Now, I want, I want you to understand something tonight. I want us to make sure we don't do something. You say, don't do what? Don't, don't be a person that, that's trying to figure out what kind of soil it is. We're not to be soil examiners. You say, well, you know, preacher, I'm not going to that house. I don't think that soil's very good. Let me tell you something. You don't know what soil is really there. And when I look at the story here, I don't find, I find different types of soil. And yes, I will say, yes, I find where it was really blessed and where something grew from, grew from the right kind of soil. I understand that. But I want us to focus on what is being sowed, that's the Word of God, and not try to be a ground inspector, but a seed sower tonight. Amen. Number one, I want to share with you about this. Look at verse number three. Hearken, behold, there went out a sower. Now, what was he to do? Sow. Man, that is simple, isn't it? I'm, I'm not the smartest thing in all the world, so I like little simple sermons, amen? But the sower went out to sow. That was his job. Like I said, he, the sower didn't go out and paint the house. The sower didn't go out and, and, and plow the snow. And again, those things are fine. The sower went out to sow. I thought it was interesting here that it was a sower. And uh, I, I, I thought, you know, many times today, if you listen to a lot of stuff today, and I'll tell you what, most stuff you need to turn off and not listen to. And I'm talking even some Christian circles too. But a lot of times now, people think we need a philosopher. You know, God, did not, God didn't say that a man went out and philosophized and that somebody was given their philosophy. You know, I really don't care what your philosophy is. I care what the Word of God says. That's the seed, you see. He was a sower. He wasn't a, a, a philosopher. He was not a motivator. It doesn't say he was a motivator. I'm, I'm all for motivation. I'm like, just, hey, come on. Let's go. Let's get close to God. Hey, let's go out and tell people. I want to motivate, but understand this. It was, he was not a motivator. He was a sower. He wasn't a counselor. I'm for counseling. I think a lot of counseling be taken care of in the pulpit. Amen. You know, and that's that the way it is. I mean, that's, that's what, you know, sometimes people come, they go, preacher, I need to talk to you. And you go and you sit down, you know, take away from your family. You go and you sit down in the office with them and they start telling you and questioning about things that you just preached about on Sunday. Right. And I'm like, boy, if you'd been here yesterday, you know, you know what I want to do sometimes? It's kind of mean. I guess I'm, I'm old. I want to give them the CD of the sermon and say, go home and listen to the CD. I'm going home and eat some popcorn with my family. Amen. Yeah. Boy, aren't you glad you have him as your pastor, right? <laughs> you watch, next time you come see him, he's going to give you a CD, all right? <laughs> well, you might not want to even go get his CD. You might want to come listen to me instead. But uh, <laughs> He wasn't a counselor. What was he? A sower. Right. Amen. A sower. He said, well, I just wish I could philosophy. You know, I could, we should give a philosophy out. I don't know. Why don't you, why don't you be a sower? Well, if I could just get motivation, and I could just encourage people on. 
I'll tell you, there's nothing like the encouragement of seeing somebody get saved. The Bible didn't say he was a farmer even. Now, right away, I began thinking, you know, probably he's a farmer or something, but it doesn't say he's a farmer. He was a sower. He said, well, you're a preacher, but I'm going to be a sower. I'm a Sunday school teacher. You're going to be a sower. I'm a deacon. I'm supposed to be a sower. Hey, hey, I'm a church member. You're supposed to be a sower. That's something that every one of us can do. A sower. A sower. He's called to sow. It could be a homeowner, a child, a businessman, a farmer. It could be anybody. A sower is one who broadcasts the seed. His job is not to improve the quality of the soil. It's to sow the seed. You know, the seed was sown in all different kinds of ground. And he wasn't examining the ground. Now, God tells us what the ground was, but you notice he sowed the seed in the stony ground. He didn't say, well, that's stony ground. I'm not going to sow seed. He he sowed the seed in the stony ground. He sowed the seed in all the different kinds of ground that he came upon there. He didn't examine the soil and say, no use doing it here. He sowed seed wherever he could sow the seed. You see what his concern was this, to get the seed out. You know, to, to, you know what? We ought never have to dust the track rack. We ought never have to dust off our New Testament, soul winning New Testament. We'll be using it over and over and over again. He sowed in all kinds of ground, and his concern was only to get the seed out. Uh, like I said already, I'll be honest with you, I like, I like going to the fertile ground. Sometimes people are just ready, aren't they? You ever seen that? Well, last, last week, Brother Reza was with us, and we went out soul winning. And uh, we pulled up, parked the car, and, and uh, walked and knocked on the front door, and nobody answered. And I said, let's go around the back door. And I just, I just want, I'm, I'm looking, amen. And so we went around the back door, and there was two elderly men. Elderly means anything over 65. <laughs> These guys were elderly men sitting on the back porch, and I, I introduced myself, told them who I was and that, and... I invited them to church. Now, it was about 20 miles from our church, and people out, out where we're at, they're like, you have to have a passport to go 20 miles. And, uh, but uh, I, I really didn't think they were going to come to our church. But I was going to take the seed to them. So I, I introduced myself, and I told them who I was. I told them Brother Reza, and I said, I asked him, I said, fellas, let me ask you this. If you die today, you know you go to heaven. First guy said, no, I don't know. The other guy said, no, I didn't either. I'm thinking, all right, here we go. I said, I got a Bible with me, and I started pulling my New Testament out. I said, I got a Bible with me. Let me show you how you can know for sure you're saved. Would that be all right? And he said, that's, that'd be fine. We went through the plan of salvation, no questions. I said, you know you're a sinner? Yes. You, know, you believe Jesus died for you? Yes, I do. And it was like it was that perfect ground. It was ready. And before, after a few minutes, what happened? Both those men, they bowed their head. I'm telling you what, you sing really good, but I'll tell you what, there ain't nothing like hearing a sinner's prayer, amen? And they hear someone pray and ask Jesus to come in their heart. I heard those men as they prayed, dear Lord, I know I'm a sinner. Forgive me my sins. Come into my heart. And they pray and ask Jesus to come in their heart and say, I'll tell you, that was a wonderful thing. And we walked away and Brother Razor said, man, they were ready. I'd have to say that was some good ground. But it's not all like that. But I need to take the seed. I believe God wants to take the seed and spread the seed in all kinds of ground. I've been around some sometimes. You know, I've been soul winning. I've been soul winning in Chicago. 
I've been in, I was one time, I was, I was in, in uh, uh, East Chicago, Indiana, and uh, I was out on the s- street there, we were talking to some people, and a man came out, it was dark, it was a Saturday night, it was dark, he came out, and he goes, what are you guys doing? We said, we're, we're out from our church, and inviting people out for church, and we're telling people how to know to get he- go, how to go to heaven, and uh, he said, well, come on in here and talk to me, and you know, we were just, we were, we were just teenagers, thought, well, okay, and so we went in the house there, and got in, the guy pulled his shirt up, pulled a gun out, and laid it on the table right next to a whiskey bottle. And there was telephones all over that room and stacks of paper. He was a bookie. Now, what are you, some of you are saying right now, librarian? No, a bookie. All right? He was taking bets, and when that was before cell phones. And you know what? I'll tell you what, that was a pretty disgusting place, but that was a place that we put some seed now, that man didn't get saved, but I'll tell you what, he heard how to be saved. It was some stony ground, but I believe that God wants me to do that. You see, I, you and I can never save anybody, but we can all give the seed to everybody we possibly can. We're to sow it. God didn't say, you, know, you say, well, I think I just need to wait till it's the right, right place. No, the sower, his job was this, to sow the seed, and it didn't matter what kind of ground it was, he was going to sow that seed. So what's he do? He sows the seed. He doesn't stay inside. He goes outside. He said, preacher, I just pray for people to be saved. I thank you for it. We need to pray. But a sower sows. He sows. I'm for tracks, amen? I'm for tracks. But I, 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 I think this, you know, the sower here, I don't think, was on his way to Walmart and happened to drop some seed. Right? He wasn't going down the lake, go fishing, and said, Oh, by the way, I see a man over here, I'm going to drop some seed. I'm for that. What was the sower going to do? Sow seed. You know what that tells me? There's, there, we ought to make a time in our life, a time in our week where we say, You know what? It's soul winning time. It's time for me to take seed. Now, I'm not saying don't go to Walmart and not take a track. Give tracks out. Like I already said, don't let the track rack get all dusty. Use that. Do that. But hey, take some time where you say, hey, you know what? I'm going to sow some seed now. I'm going to take from this hour to that hour or how many times and say, I'm going to go and I'm going to sow some seed for the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. That is what he did. It didn't say he went, he went shopping. It didn't say that he just came upon someone. He went sowing seed. We need, that's why it's good for us. Well, you know one of the best things that will help you to be a soul winner? is to have a designated time to go soul winning. Designated time. You have a designated time around here to go soul winning. They say, well, you know, I can go any time. Yeah, you can. You know, usually people say, I can go any time. Don't go any time. I find this. I've got to set apart some time to do it. I'll take a track to the restaurant. I'll take the track to the store. If I see somebody, I'll hand them that track. But I've got to spend some time. As what the Lord was saying here, the sower, he had the word of God and he sowed the seed. See, I believe we need to be encouraged tonight to have a designated time of soul winning. It'd be good for you folks in the church here to say, you know what? When it's soul winning time, I'm going to go soul winning. They say, but I don't, I don't know what to say. Did, do you remember how you got saved? Yeah. Folks get saved the same way. Amen. You know what you did? Go with, go with somebody. You that know how to win a soul, take someone with you. 
I've done that for all these years. I've taken somebody with me, always the new guy. I always take the man, you know, the new guy always goes with me. And so a new guy comes soul winning, and I say, hey, you come along with me. And what do I do? I take him right out. I, I, I teach soul winning, but I think one of the best ways to learn how to be a soul winner is to go sowing seed. You see, a lot of us in this room, probably most of us in this room, believe in soul winning. But all of us need to be involved in soul winning. Sowing the seed. I believe the, soul, the sower, he goes and he sows the seed. You know, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 9, 6, But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. He which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. You know, I thank the Lord we got plenty of seed. We got plenty of seed. You know, there's all kinds of ministries today that, that print tracts. And there's all kinds of ministries today that have print Bibles. We've got all the seed. We just need to take it. Amen. But I thought about this too. What does he sow? Well, we read that already in verse 14. The sower soweth the word. Now, I'm going to kind of give you a hint what kind of Bible we use. Our address at our church is this. Are you ready? 203 King James Lane. People said, how did you do that? You go and you buy a sign and you write King James Lane. You stick it up on there until the government finally realizes, I guess that's King James Lane. See, we used to be Rural Route 2, and so we decided, hey, we're naming our lane here, and, and so we named it King James Lane. Well, then 911, you know, everybody got the 911 addresses, and a guy come down there, and he goes, where'd that name come from? I said, well, we put it up there, because I went, and I went where they get their signs. I bought one of their signs like that and told the guy, put King James Lane. And so I took it down there, and we put it up, and so now we're King James Lane. I wanted to make the address 1611, but they wouldn't let me do that part. <laughs> I'm talking about King James Bible. And people say, well, you know, preacher, you don't have to make such a big deal about this Bible. Well, you know what? I'll tell you what. Dunkin' Donuts. That's a wonderful place, isn't it? I'm a diabetic, but, man, I still love Dunkin' Donuts. Amen? (laughs) People say, you eat that stuff, you're going to die, but I'm going to go to heaven happy. Amen? (laughs) Yeah. Go, Go to Dunkin' Donuts. Say, I'd like a dozen donuts, sir. You get that Dunkin' Donuts, you got that, you can smell, ah, smells good. You get out in the car and you open it up and there's eight donuts in it. Anybody upset? I am. I'm telling you right now what I do. I would say, honey, you go in there and tell them I need some more. <laughs> She'll get it done. I'm in there, I'm in there saying, hey, buddy, I ordered, tw- I ordered 12 donuts. I ordered a dozen donuts. That's 12 in Pennsylvania. You may be from West Virginia, I mean, from North Carolina. And uh, uh, you may, I ordered 12, I want 12. Let me tell you something, I want an every word Bible too, amen. People say, well, you know that NIV and, the, and, and good news for stupid man, all those things. I know what it means. You may know what it means. Why not get what it is? And people say, well, you know, it's, it still it means the same. You know, things that are different are not the same. Amen. So I know what the seed is. It's this King James Bible. They say, well, I just differ with you. I got a feeling you're probably not witnessing much either. Amen. You got moldy seed. I got good seed tonight. Amen. You say, bad preacher, people don't believe like that anymore. It's sad, isn't it? But there's still some people believe this. Amen. Thank the Lord for this old book here. But I, I, I think about, about how that the seed, I know what it is, it's the Word of God. But how about this one too? 
what does the sower know? Look at the sower knows. Look at verse number 15. And these are they that by the wayside where the, where, where the word is sown. But when they had, have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. You see what happened? Satan came along and stole something away. You know what the sower knows? He knows that there's an enemy of what he's doing. You know what? The devil is not going to be happy about our soul winning. The devil's not going to be happy when you take the seed and you go and give that seed out by way of track. Or you go and you knock on that door and you invite them out to church and you ask them, if you die today, you go to heaven. And the devil doesn't like that. And the devil's going to try to keep everything from happening, uh, everything to go on to keep those people from listening. I mean, how many times? You folks go so and no, no, this happens. You go up there and say, hello, I'm from, like I'll do, I'm from Heritage Baptist Church. And I'm, I'd like to invite you out to church. And then I'll look and I'll see they have a boat out there. You know, talk about that bass boat. I'll say, man, that's a nice boat. They'll talk for an hour about their boat. Yeah. And you say, well, then can I show you in the Bible how you can know for sure you go to heaven? Well, you know, I don't have much time. Or if they do, all of a sudden you start talking to them and then a dog starts barking. Yeah. I mean, little dogs are cute, but I'm telling you what. <clears throat> yapping dogs are not my favorite thing, Amen. How many times I knock on a door, you know, and now, now they got those doorbells that you look at you. Yeah. You know, I'm always standing out there trying. <laughs> I, guess I don't look good, amen. And uh, I, I always think somebody's looking at me, you know, and, uh, but, but you knock on that door and all of a sudden you get, you get, you get uh, uh, dogs barking and the people come in there and they're holding and, and Jack Russell's, I'm t- they're some of the worst ones, aren't they? Now, if you have a Jack Russell, bless your heart. <laughs> I hope you get a brain. But uh, 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 Jack Russell's sitting up there and he's just barking and licking that woman. And I'm saying, ma'am, I'm from the church. Yeah, that's great. If you die, tell you to go to heaven. Oh, I don't have time. He won't let me. I'd hate to go to hell over a stinking Jack Russell. Cats. I don't go there. I don't go there. But you know, old cats or what? Uh, you stand at the door and, and, and this is how they are. Yes, what? Yes. And they're trying to keep that cat back. I'm like, tie its tail to the door, amen, something. <laughs> There's somebody trying to keep us from soul winning. And that's Satan. Amen. Satan wants to keep us from soul winning, keep us from telling people how to be saved. That's why, you know what I do when I go soul winning? I get to the door. I always have a track ready. I get it out and get ready and knock on the door and they come to the door and say, hello, I'm Pastor Biter from the Heritage Baptist Church. I get that track in, in their hand right away. They get that and, and, and or sometimes they go, no, that's right. No, no, this way you know who was here. Guess what? You know what's on the back? It's the Romans Road. Amen. Just be, how people how to be saved. I said, boy, I just want to invite you out to church. Well, we have our own church. Where do you go? And they tell me, oh, that's wonderful. You know, I, do you, if you die today, you go to heaven? No, I don't know. Can, could I tell you? No, no, I'm too busy. You know, you, you just walked up and you saw they were watching Wheel of Fortune. How many folks can die and go to hell over Wheel of Fortune? And they're, they're busy watching TV. I walk away, I don't get here, but you know what I did? I took some seed. Got some seed in their hand. They may read. I remember one day I went back to a house and and a person, I asked him, I said, uh, someone from our church stopped by and said that I could come by and talk to you. And, and I said, if you die today, you know, go to heaven. He said, yes, I know that now. I said, how do you know? He said, they gave me that paper, and she went and got our track. She said, they gave me that paper there, and I did what it said. Amen. Our job's to sow the seed. Some of it gets choked out. But my job is to sow the seed. Some of it might not find a place to grow, but I'm supposed to sow the seed. Yes. You see. You know, 
I hate to say this, it's kind of depressing, but I know that it's a truth that there's going to be a small percentage that that seed's going to find a place to grow. The Bible talks about the road to heaven and says, few there be that find it. But I'm going to put the seed wherever I can. Because there are still the few. I want I wanted to find a fruit. You say, well, preacher, you know, it, it's kind of it, it's kind of like, like it's it's like this. No matter what kind of ground it is, I believe there's some ground where a seed can find a place to put roots in. Up by my house, along the road, there's rocks that jut out. It's like, how in the world would you ever plant anything there? You know what? Trees grow out of it. Every time I drive by that, I think about this. That when I drive by, I'm thinking, why would anyone even plant? No one planted anything, but there was seed, there was a seed got in there. And there's a tree growing out of those rocks. It just makes me stop and think. I go to that house and I have to walk over beer cans, and I go and the loud music's blasting away and it smells like marijuana. And I, and I get to that house and I think, my, oh my, that looks like a mess. I don't want that stony ground there. I believe God's saying, hey, th- you put some seed there. Just might, just might it take root there. In the right spot, the seed will grow. Just keep sowing. So what is he's a sower? What's he do? He sows. What does he sow? He sows the word of God. What does he know? He knows the sower has an adversary. You know, I believe in soul winning, but I, I got a feeling one of these days they're going to try to outlaw soul winning. You know, what, you, know what, you know what's kind of sad about this? There'll be people, Christians, all up in arms about it that never went soul winning. Yeah, that's right. That's right. The old man, boy, they can't They're going to outlaw soul winning. When was the last time you were soul winning? Right. Yeah. You know, you can do it now. Yeah. I believe the Lord Terry, there's going to come a time when people say, you can't do this anymore. And we're wasting time. But you know, we're to sow the seed and remember something very important, that God is the one that gives the increase. When we come back soul winning, we all meet at the church. Let's talk, say, will anybody see anybody saved tonight? And sometimes we always have some cards with us there, and some will say, I got to see a man get saved tonight and get the name when... And we get, get all the information from them. And we'll, we'll all pray and thank the Lord for the souls got saved. But I'll be honest with you, sometimes we come back and nobody got saved. But I always remind the folks, folks, understand this. You cannot save one person. But we were able tonight to sow some seed. And one of these days, you know, I, you know what I think is going to be wonderful when we get to heaven some of these days? Is see some of these people that we gave them a track or we talked to them and they wouldn't get saved, but they got saved after we left. Amen. My job's not saving people. My job's sowing the seed. Sowing the seed. Most of us have many Bibles, and thousands of tracks that are available to us and they're even free. And I thought, you know, there's no lack of seed, but there's a lack of sowers. What we've got to do is just take that seed that God has given us and this word of this word of God, this King James Bible, and take it and sow it everywhere we can. Don't worry about examining the ground. Sow some seed. Bible school, sow some seed. Your Sunday school class, sow some seed. You know what's coming up next will be Thanksgiving. You have family over. Guess what? Sow some seed. 
Hey, you're sowing night. Sow some seed. When you're at work, sow some seed. That's what we're supposed to do. Be a sower. Be a sower. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much again for this time here tonight. Thank you for these dear people. God, I pray tonight that you give us all a burden that we would see the need to be a sower. Lord, we didn't hear what IQ this man had. We didn't hear what kind of job he had, how much money he had, or what he didn't have. But I know he had the seed. Lord, I believe in this room available to every person in this room is the seed. Now, Lord, let us pick it up and take it and sow that seed. With our heads bowed and our eyes closed here tonight,